Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. On today's episode, we actually have one of our EB Teachers Club members, Monica, who is here to talk to us about her experience as an EB Teachers Club member, why she decided to join the club in the first place, and what she and her students have gotten as a result of being a part of the EB Teachers Club. So before we jump into today's episode, I would love to invite you to add your name to our EB Teachers Club waitlist. We are opening enrollment on February 20th for new teachers to come join us. We have an awesome free murder mystery whodunit download for you when you sign up to add your name to the waitlist. And if you're on the waitlist, you get a little bit more information about joining the club sooner than everybody else. So if you go to ebacademics.com forward slash detective, that's ebacademics.com forward slash detective. You're going to get that detective murder mystery whodunit activity, as well as have your name added to our wait list. We are so excited to be able to welcome new members into our club here very soon. But in the meantime, I'm excited to share Monica's story, story and her journey with you all. I think a lot of you are going to relate um, to her and her experiences. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here, and I am your host, and I'm so excited because today we have one of our EB Teachers Club members on the podcast to share her story with you. Monica Jayasinga is with us, and she is going to just share her story and her experience being a member of our club. Welcome to the podcast, Monica. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you and just so honored that you would take the time to join me today. So thank you. Yes, yes. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, can you give our listeners just a little bit of background information about you, who you are, where you teach, what grade you teach, things like that? Yeah, so I am a teacher in Southern California. I have been teaching for 12 years. Um, I teach out in Watts. I don't know if you're familiar with that area, but it's um, very very low income and all of our students are on um, free lunch. We get free breakfast. So there's a lot of crime. It's just, they need a lot. They need a lot of support. So um, I love working there. I've been working there for five years and then I did seven years in um, a different area with first grade. So I'm sixth grade teacher now and I love it. As soon as I switched to fifth and sixth grade, I was like, this is for me. I love that. I mean, middle school is the best, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I taught yeah. high school for many years and then I got to seventh and eighth grade. I'm like, this is way better. <laughs> yes. I love <laughs> They're it. just such great kids. Mm -hmm. um, so I would love, I know that you just told me you have a 10 month old. Um, and so our listeners, you know, I'm sure some of them have children of their own or are thinking about having kids. And just, we were talking about how difficult it is to have children and be a teacher. And I'd love to know kind of, because our stories are similar, um, what kind of time you would dedicate to teaching before you had your daughter and before um, kind of life changed, right? You know, what was your typical day like at home planning and things like that? Right. So um, if you live in Southern California, you know there's tons of traffic. So when I would get home, I just kind of like decompress for a little bit. And then 
after dinner, I would just start working and my husband and I would kind of go our own ways. And I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't something I like dreaded, but I would commit at least two, three hours a night to either looking online for things I want to do. I'd be on Pinterest, teachers pay teachers, or I'd create a lot of my own things and it worked. And it was, um, it wasn't something I felt like, Oh, I don't want to do this. But the second I got pregnant, I started thinking like, wonder what life's going to be like when the baby comes. And then as I got closer towards, you know, going on maternity leave, I started realizing, okay, I don't think I'm going to be able to work like this at all. Then when she came, I, you know, they're just, they consume every part of you and you can't do the things that you used to do and you don't want to. Like, I just didn't want to give up my time with her. Once I got home from work, I just want to be with her. And I knew, okay, I need to figure out how to work differently and how to be smart about it. But still, I wanted to give my students a great experience. I truly love them. I truly love teaching. But I had to think, how am I going to do this with um, keeping that balance and not cutting into time with my husband and my daughter. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I went through that same exact thing, you know, right mm-hmm. after I had my son, it was like, I would leave at three fifteen at from school and I wouldn't work anymore. Like that was that I had to get it done at school and I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard, a transit hard transition for me because just like you, like I loved coming home every day from school and lesson planning and figuring mm-hmm. out what I was going to do, but I just knew it wasn't oh, not it wasn't fair to do that to my family you know the right. family became the first and foremost for me um so then it kind of seems like so you joined the club in july and it seems yes. like perfect timing right yeah. right after you had your daughter and so mm-hmm. i'd love to know kind of what made you decide to join the club and what your experience has been like and how it's kind of changed things for you in your life i think um i joined when i joined i had you know done the webinar with you guys and then um as soon as I seen the price, I was like, okay, this is like totally doable because I don't even know how much I was spending on teachers pay teachers. And that was still taking a lot of time to find those things. So I'm like, this is great. And then when I first opened our products, like went into the club and I seen how clean it is and how easy accessible it is. It was so exciting. Okay. I knew right away, this is going to work really well for what I'm trying to do. And I think um, my baby at that point when I went back to work was about five months old. And so just being a new mom, exhausted mom, I knew like I needed stuff that I could easily look at, that I can easily implement, but then came with a lot of um, tools and my students were going to enjoy and that if my admins walk in, they see that rigor. And so just the first bundle that I opened, I was like, oh my gosh, this is everything that I could ask for. And so um, right away, I just felt, I felt really good. I felt really good about my decision and knowing that there, I wasn't going to waste money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's key, you know, mm-hmm. cause I feel like sometimes, at least for me, when I taught fifth grade, I hadn't ever taught fifth grade before I taught for one year. I'll never go do it again. <laughs> um, but I was teaching math and social studies. So subjects that I wasn't well-versed in or familiar with. And I spent so much time searching for things online, so much mm-hmm. money buying things that I never ended up using. Yeah. And so, you know, our resources that we create for the club, and we were talking about this before, our main goal is 
rigorous content that's really engaging for kids. Um, and so I'd love to hear from your experience of using the lessons in your classroom, what that's been like, like, have you seen that rigor? Have you seen that engagement from your kids? And then what does that do for you as a teacher in terms of how you show up each day when you go to class? Great. So right away when I did the first bundle um, that I used, it was about um, with, I used it with my EL students and it was all about my name and um, from house on mango street and the students, a couple of them were like, Oh, I've heard of that book. So we had all these discussions about the book and then we were able to discuss like where their names came from. And then when we started reading, I just seen students who never spoke up, um, because they're shy and because of the language, they were just raising their hands. They were going home and talking about it with their family, coming back and telling us these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a different class that I walked into. And then it made me feel so good because I, I teach history in ELA and then my partner teaches math and science. So she would tell me like, oh, they can't wait to come in and finish reading or they can't wait to write their name story. And it, you know, you feel good because you're like, I'm doing something, I'm getting to them. And um, especially the kids that are usually like very reluctant to write, they weren't scared to write. And I just finished the Roanoke bundle and just seeing them, they were telling me the other day, like, oh, I went to the library and I didn't find um, a Roanoke book. Can you check at your library? And you're just like, oh, they're like so excited <laughs> to learn. Like you've, you're doing something, you're making yes. a difference. And so it's really encouraging, you know, like I said, when I come home, I don't have to like stress, what am I going to do tomorrow? And are they going to like it? And am I going to hit all my standards? Because I know these units are, are going to work. That's so great. I love hearing them excited about mm -hmm. learning. You know, we did, have you done the whodunit mystery, murder mystery activity with them yet? No. I'm okay. So, so when you that. do that, they are going to love that. We did okay. it um, in, a, in an in-person PD with one of our schools up here. We had their, the teachers do that to introduce writing. Um, and all of the kids were like up in arms <laughs> about who was the person who was responsible for his death. And the teachers even emailed us, can you please tell us? And we're like, it's intentionally ambiguous so that students can't argue you either side. Oh um, and it's just fun because, and we just had a podcast episode about this, you know, it, it, rigor is great. You know, we want our resources to be rigorous, but then engagement is great too. You know, we want our resources to be fun, but how do you marry the two in a successful way for kids? And so that is always at the forefront of our mind when we're creating anything for the club and anything for our teachers is thinking about the kids, what we can get them to learn in the most fun and engaging way. Um, and one of our, I don't know if you saw this in the Facebook group, one of our teachers posted something about how because her kids were so engaged in the lesson, all of her classroom management issues pretty much oh, went yeah. away. Oh, and yeah. I, it's so true. You know, mm -hmm. when they don't have something to do, you, they can get in trouble. But if right. we're constantly engaging them, then it makes it a lot less likely that they're going to get in trouble for something. Oh yeah. And, and the thing is that they're, these are topics they're interested in and that I'm interested in. Like, you know, when I used to teach first grade, it gets very monotonous and you're just like, okay, but <laughs> that's what was exciting when I moved up to fifth and sixth grade. And so when I have like something I'm interested in with them, you know, like Roanoke, I'm like, this is crazy, you guys. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, it is. You know, they're, they're, they're feeding off whatever I'm doing also. So it's fun for me to see like each month, like, Oh, what's the next bundle? I yeah. feel like I'm opening a gift. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I love that. Um, so I'll just give you my last question here and then I have five quick fire questions for you at the very end okay. that are always fun. Um, if someone were on the fence, because we're going to be opening the doors to enrollment for our club again soon. Um, so if someone's listening to this and they're thinking about joining the club, but they're on the fence and they don't really know, you know, is this really going to help me? Is it really going to save me time? Is it really going to benefit my kids? What would you say to them? I think you have to see your why so you maybe don't want to join. So if it's, you know, money, then I can tell you 100% the price point is great. You're getting more than you're, you're getting so much more than what you're paying. Um, and then if it's time, I can tell you right away, like it's going to save you time because like I said, when you open up your bundles, it's so easy to download. It's so easy to print your things and you're not spending a ton of time like reading, like, you know, you're understanding very quickly what you're looking at. And then if you're worried about, um, you know, what is my, for me, I know my admins are very, very big on us constantly connecting to our standards. And then we have other things that we have to connect to. And so it's, it's the same thing. It's very clear to see like, okay, I know what this connects to because you guys do all that, that mm -hmm. you know, that work for us. Um, and then I think sometimes we want to do things for free, but it costs us our time. So it's really not free. Right. <laughs> and so that's why for me right away, I was like, this is kind of a no brainer for my first year being a mom. I need something like this, but now I'm just excited like every month to see what's going to come out. And I've been teaching for 12 years and I'm, I can't, I could see this being working for somebody who's a first time teacher, first year teacher and somebody who is, you know, like me 12 years in, even 20 years in. And I know we have people like that in the club. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and even just having other teachers around too, when you have a question, we're all kind of working on the one, you know, same thing. So mm -hmm. it's answered quickly. So you have that community. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I can't think of any reason not to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Monica. I appreciate you talking to all those points because, you know, it is a real thing that people think about, you know, do I have the time to do this? Do I have, you know, the money each month to dedicate to that? And I totally get that, but you're right. At the end of the day, our time is our most valuable commodity that we can never get back, you know? Right. Um, and so I just think that if it's making a difference for kids' lives the way that it is for you, I just, I would love for everybody <laughs> to mm -hmm. be a part of the club. Um, so thank you for saying that. I really appreciate that. Okay. I'm going to ask you our five quick fire questions here. Okay. Okay. So it's the first thing that comes to mind and there's no right or wrong answer. Okay. Okay. So if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? I really want to go to back to Italy. My husband and I went there for our honeymoon on like a cruise and, um, I just, I love wine. So right now I'm like, oh, I could use some wine and just being out in the hills of Tuscany. Yes. So, I love me, Italy. Me. It's so funny. Before you said Italy, I knew you were going to say it. I knew it was coming out of your mouth. I don't know why. <laughs> what is your favorite month of the year? Ooh, I'd say usually it's May because that's my birthday, but my baby's turning one in March and I feel like more excited about her birthday than I feel about <laughs> all my birthdays. So I feel like that's going to be my new favorite. Is oh, that's cute. It's her birthday. That's fun. When in May is your birthday? Mine's May 3rd. Mine's yeah. May 2nd. Uh, and Jessica's is May 4th. Oh my gosh. We'll have a birthday party together. <laughs> we should. A tourist birthday party. <laughs> yes. Um, what is your favorite lunch item? 
I love anything from Chick-fil-A and mm-hmm. my students are always like Chick-fil-A again. So, <laughs> um, any, like I have to have their iced tea, the unsweetened iced tea is the best and the chicken nuggets and the salad. That would be like my last meal if I can have it. <laughs> Too funny. Everybody <laughs> loves Chick-fil-A. I've never eaten there before. Ah, yeah. You, I have, I'm allergic to peanuts. So <gasps> peanut oil is like used in the restaurant. So I can't, I can't go there. Unfortunately. That's so sad. <laughs> Um, what is the last book that you read? Um, I, gosh, I am like a chronic, I start a book and then if I don't like it, I'm like, uh, I'm moving on. So I have (laughs) finished like half books. Um, Blue Like Jazz, I just read for like the third time a few months ago. And every time I read it, it's just like, it's just so comforting. It's, it's great. So I'd say Blue Like Jazz, the last one I read start to finish. <laughs> I am the same way about reading books. <laughs> like I get two chapters and I'm like, I can't do it. Not into it. <laughs> okay. I'm not alone. I don't know. No, not at all. Okay. Last question. If you weren't a teacher, what would you do? I would be a teacher somehow. I'd teach something. <laughs> I am, um, I, we just finished a show called Cheer on Netflix. Oh yeah. I've seen and it. I was like, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go be a cheer coach. I've never <laughs> cheered in my life. Never been to anything that has to do with cheer, but I think I just love, I think teachers have a gift of wanting yeah. to help people. So somehow I feel like I'd be teaching something in some capacity. Yes. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Monica, for joining yeah. me today on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I am so glad. You guys have been amazing. So I'm super excited to be able to talk to you. Thank you. Isn't that just such a great episode? I love hearing about her success with our resources and the EB Teachers Club, but also just how we're able to save Monica time so that she can spend with her daughter. Like I totally get that after having my son two and a half years ago and teaching at the same time. I just remember like at three o'clock, I I wanted to leave and I wanted to go get my son from daycare and spend the rest of the evening with him until he went to sleep. So our time is just an invaluable resource. And if you are just so excited to join us in the EB Teachers Club, I want to again remind you to add your name to the wait list. You'll learn more about joining the club sooner than everybody else. And you'll also get that awesome detective whodunit murder mystery activity that we have for you for free. So go to ebacademics.com forward slash detective. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash detective. Make sure that you check your emails in the coming weeks. And if you happen to miss our early emails that we're going to be sending you. That's a little hint. Um, Make sure that you mark your calendar for February 20th, because that is when we are opening the doors for enrollment for our new cohort of teachers to join us in the EV Teachers Club. All right. I will see you guys next week on the podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful day.